0: To the Marvel Power Hour. I am your host, Dwayne the Captain Coffee, with a Y, as normal. And uh, today, again, we've got two new guests for us on the uh, Marvel Power Hour. We have got Adam the Alpha and Ben the Omega. Would you like to introduce yourself, lads?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alpha and Omega, because, you know, brothers, not like, you know, that's, that's where we got that nickname from. Thing like Dante and Virgil from Devil May Cry or something like that. That's what I was thinking.
0: Well, I can't be big Devil May Cry. I gotta admit, good games, good games.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, today. Of course, today... I'm, I'm the elder. Oh, go, go on. Yeah, I'd
1: be. Nah. I just say I'm the eldest, so you know. Like I don't know. If... Was Virgil older than Dante? Oh, actually no, no they're think... twins, weren't they?
0: Yeah, but I think Dante was a bit oh. a bit older than Virgil. I'm not too sure now, thinking about it. It's been that long since I played game. Yeah, it would have been like.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But anyway, so um, yes, on today's episode, we're going to be taking a bit more of a serious deep dive and that sort of thing because, as you know, I've I've watched all the Marvel things, loved them all. Had a bit ups and downs of uh, the Eternals and stuff like that sort of thing, but um, Adam and Ben here, have sort of lost favour since like Spider-Man: and Far From Home, after Endgame and everything like that sort of thing. So really this one is a bit more of a serious chat, just to understand why, basically, sort of thing, why they've sort of lost favour, why they liked Marvel in the first place, like who was the best like, like characters for them and stuff like that sort of thing, as well as if there's any, they're looking forward to anything in the future and stuff like that. So uh, my first question is, to be honest, to both of you, I'll go to Adam first. Um, what made you sort of fall, in, fall out of love with Marvel in the first place after Far From Home?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely wasn't like a, a conscious choice or anything like that. It wasn't like I just decided to start disliking it or anything like that. Yeah. It just, uh, I don't know, you just start to feel less excited about some of the films. And and it was a surprise to me, I suppose, as well, when I, I started not watching them. Um, but I think uh, the reason for it probably uh, Endgame felt like an end, really. It felt like it was over after Endgame, you know what I mean? It's... You know, I didn't really have much of an interest in watching the films after that. I still watch the Spider-Man one, because I do like Spider-Man quite a bit. I think he's pretty cool. So, I'll probably... I'll watch all of Spider-Man's films, usually. Oh, so,
0: uh, you, you watched the No Way Home one, then?
1: No, I haven't seen that yet. I would like to, though, to be honest. With Toby Maguire and, and uh, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Uh, like I said... Like
0: yeah, so when... I think it was the first episode of the Marvel Power, we... I, I was just... Gushing over it, to be honest. When I when I first saw that, um, the lads that we uh, I went to go and see with, I was in tears, absolutely in tears. (laughs) Because honestly, it hit. Just seeing all three of them together in that lot, it just hit me hard in that lot sort of thing, and it brought that nostalgia back from like Tobey Maguire's three. I wasn't a big fan of the Andrew Garfield films anyway in that lot, but just seeing them all together is well well worth it sort of thing. But I I can't can't praise that enough sort of thing. Um, Yeah. Better Ben, what what made you like fall out of favour with Marvel and stuff like that?
2: Well, I think after Spider Man Far From Home and Endgame, a lot of the movies sort of had like a similar approach. They got quite predictable, quite the same. And yeah, it just wasn't very interesting what was happening, I don't think. After Endgame it had this big finale and then sort of tried to keep going, but it didn't really work. I don't yeah.
0: think. Oh no, I can, I can understand that sort of thing. It's like like when you think about it, Endgame was like well, it said it in the picking name, didn't it? it? Just should have been like the end of everything, sort of. It, it accumulated yeah. to that one point and was like, well, that should be it, sort of thing. To be honest, um, mm. why do you think? I know it's probably like to do a money and stuff like that, sort of thing, and just keep pumping out content, sort of thing, but. Because they did do that, and obviously you said you, you just fell out of favour because you weren't really exciting and stuff like that sort of thing. Was was that why then sort of thing? Just because it just became like samey and they sort of oversaturated it with all the stuff coming on sort of thing. Now, Adam, that's to you.
1: Yeah, well, I think there's definitely like uh, like a superhero fatigue in kind of media at the minute. You know, there's a, there's a lot of superhero films, and you know they're not all the same but you kind of get very familiarised with it, and I think, you know, you're going to have diminishing returns on certain tropes and stuff, and when things happen, you're just going to feel like... I've kind of seen this before in, in other films, and, you know, uh, I mean, I watched uh, uh, the Batman film this year, and I really enjoyed that one, and I think one of the big reasons I enjoyed it was because it was so unlike anything Marvel had been doing, which is what, I mean, pretty much I've only been watching Marvel superhero films for the past few years because DC have been... Not that great in the (laughs) past couple of years. Um, You know, you you watch a lot of that and something different comes along. It's a bit hmm. refreshing, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a fatigue in the culture. And, you know, if you've watched, like, I don't know how many films it was up to Endgame, but if you watch, like, I don't know, those 20 or so films, then after it, you kind of just, you don't want to watch another superhero film.
0: Exactly. What about you, Ben?
2: I mean, yeah, same thing, really. It Gets a bit mundane after a while. Yeah, no
0: I could, t- I could totally understand that. So, like I so say you'd you you do not really see like when you compare the two, Marvel and DC and like, Marvel it's trying to be like jovial, happy go lucky, always like plucky underdog sort of thing. But then when you look at like you said, the the Batman film, which say me personally I couldn't stand it. I fell asleep during it. Mm. It was just it was it was just not my cup of tea at all. And, like, but with it being so dark and gritty and stuff like that sort of thing. Do you think do think Marvel need to try a bit of that sort of thing?
1: Uh, I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think they need to, because Marvel has like what they're good at and what they can do. I don't think them changing style massively would, you know. It's like, because when uh, Marvel was, was having all of its success and stuff with its team-up movies and everything, DC tried to do that with the Justice League films, and I feel like they fell completely flat. Yeah. I just don't think that's what they were really good at at all. I think, uh, but when you look at that, the new Batman film, that was just a very self-contained story. It didn't really branch off into other heroes or universes or anything, and it was good, whereas I think Marvel is is pretty good at having multiple heroes in their their films and stuff and, and creating a larger narrative that exceeds just the individual films or media that they're doing. So I'm not really sure what they should do going forward. I mean, but we'll see, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, I say I think what I said about the being it gritty and stuff like that sort of thing because in a couple of years time let me check my notes I think I think it's either next year or the year after yeah spring 2024 they're going to have the uh, Daredevil new Daredevil series sort of thing I think that's probably going to be the next thing I might try and like bring it down to the gritty sort of nature of it sort of thing Um, did you ever watch any of the Marvel series on Netflix and stuff like that
1: well, me and Ben were a big fan of Daredevil. We thought it was brilliant. We watched that together, didn't we? It was just—I was pretty disappointed when it got cancelled. So, if it is coming back, I'd be really excited to see that.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be the same um, Daredevil. I can't remember his name. Is I think it's Charlie Fox or something. Like that. I'm not too sure the actor's name. But, um,
1: Charlie Fox. Yeah, uh, I think that was that it. Yeah, that's
0: it. Um, he's coming back as Daredevil. And obviously, you've got um, mm. the big chap is kingpin. Yeah, both yeah, of them. Well, Saying sorry,
1: but then wasn't like uh, the same directors and same like all of that as well. You think or
0: I'm not too sure. No, no. I think I think Marvel have taken over the like directive creativity and stuff like that sort of thing. But they've still got them mm. two characters in sort of thing. And what what I can tell. 'Cause um obviously you've not seen you've not seen any of these series or anything like that recently, have you, sort of thing?
1: None of the recent ones, no. Right,
0: so if you'd um had a look at the Hawkeye T V series, that was I think the end of last year, and She Hawk one as well. They brought both of them back, sort of thing. So in the She Hawk one you brought they brought Daredevil back. Uh, as well. I it was actually. Yeah. Yeah, and he was actually in um the new Spider-Man film as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, he makes a cameo there, doesn't he? Yes,
0: yeah, so that that was his official entrance back into the MCU sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um they bring Daredevil not Daredevil, yeah, they bring Daredevil the actual superhero back in she hawk which was quite nice mm. to see. And then they bring back um Kingpin in Hawkeye because he have him um, going up against this uh, ninja sort of woman called Echo. But seeing them come back, I'm hoping with the Daredevil series that's coming out in a couple of years' time, they're going to go back to that street level like, grittiness sort of thing. Now, like how sort of yeah. level, yeah, yeah. how sort of level it was, you know, in the Daredevil series on Netflix now, how sort of level it was there. They're bringing it back on there. because if you look on Disney Plus now as well, they've got all the Netflix series. Got the Defenders, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage Iron Fist, Punisher and Daredevil on there now as well sort of thing. So hopefully they've brought all them back. I'm touching wood. They're going to bring them characters mm. back as well sort of thing. So they brought two of them back. Hopefully and they can bring the other ones back as well, fingers crossed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, Daredevil was. Brilliant.
0: I, I love that Daredevil series on Netflix sort of thing. It was a bit of a shame they didn't link it in more. But then what what made me even more happier to see it was having a decent Electra in it, because the Electra in that was brilliant, having a decent Kingpin in it, cause D- Kingpin was absolutely fantastic in it, and then um, yeah. to top it off, The Punisher, having, having yeah. how he was, he wanted to kill everybody, and like he weren't forced, like that prison scene as well, in the Netflix series, as he's walking mm. through, he just wrecks everybody, oh, it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. John
1: will a great job in that role, yeah. it I was saying John Burns did a great job. Do you think oh. uh, Punisher will be going back then? That's Ho-
0: Hopefully, yeah.
1: Because they brought all, all them back. Saying sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, just got. I was, no, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, bringing, bringing all them back onto the um, MCU, well, the Disney Plus series, obviously bring, buying all them sort of thing. I'm hoping they bring them all back because they're doing all these. As I'll as I'll explain, like the, what well, they're coming up, sort of thing. They're bringing. They've got the Young Avengers coming in soon, which is like a, not kiddier version, but like younger teens' version of the Avengers, sort of thing. And if you if you're having that one t- superhero team, you've got um, like um, street level superheroes and villains, as in Echo, Daredevil. Um, Hawkeye and stuff like that. So they're your street level ones. If you're having street level superheroes and stuff like that, I'm hoping you do bring the Defenders with the punishment and stuff like that as well. Because they did, they did really do well. Like I said they they rated quite highly, sort of thing. They got a lot of support. So when, like I said, when they all got cancelled, I was gutted. I was sort of thing. The only one I wasn't too bothered about was Jessica Jones and Iron Fist because they sort yeah, of fell a bit. Yeah, they fell a bit flat. They did for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that, that leads me on quite nicely to my next point is when the MCU first like, came out sort of thing, what what gripped you about it? And then if you compare where it started off to to now, what's it lost? Uh, go on, Adam. Uh,
1: well, I think my favourite film from uh, the MCU, I don't know what phase you'd call it, but um, Winter Soldier was, I think, probably like the peak of the MCU for me. I feel like they never did a film that was better than that one after that one.
0: I, I could, uh, I I could get you on here more often. That's bloody brilliant, that is. Good lad. <laughs> it's
1: a good film, though. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Um, so that was, probably, that was probably... Yeah, that was a peak of my enjoyment of the MCU. I mean, I like the Iron Man. The Iron Man films were pretty good. Well, the first one. I didn't really like second and third, actually. <laughs> but the first one was pretty good. Robert Downey Jr. is funny, so yeah. Thought um, so the first... Um, Thor film was pretty good. I didn't really like the second one too much. <laughs> one was pretty good.
0: But is that the uh, thing? Like when you look at it, especially in that first phase, that all them first films, apart from hmm. probably the Incredible Hulk one, didn't they hit just so good, sort of thing? And we've the only one that yeah. Might... I
1: actually thought Incredible Hulk was really good Edward
0: Norton. was the first Hulk, Hulk. wasn't he?
1: Yeah, I thought I was I was pretty good. I did like that one, um, and I like the Hulk in that one as well. Uh, I mean, I think Mark Ruffalo was pretty decent as well as as the Hulk. But yeah, Edward Norton was alright.
0: And um, with with like them them first ones, there out of like the first trilogies and stuff like that. Me personally, obviously, you've sort of agreed with me that lot, but The Captain America trilogy have obviously, First Avenger, Winter Soldier, and then Civil War. I think that was the best trilogy out of a lot of them, sort of thing. Um, the, the rest of them, like yeah, you said... Yeah, I can
1: agree with that, definitely. Yeah.
0: Like, the rest of them, like you said, with Iron Man and then the Thor, they sort of got
1: a bit weaker, mm. if you... Had some had some weak entries in the other, like, uh, trilogies, yeah. So Yeah, it, I think Captain America's was the best ones.
0: Yeah. So, with how, how well they are, then, what do you think... Now, after like Far From Home, what do you think is missing compared to that they had? Then was it like the strong actors or strong characters or stories or anything like that? Uh,
1: well, I think the easy answer would be to say that it's you know the new phase is obviously missing those characters. We obviously don't have Iron Man anymore. We obviously don't really have Steve Rogers as Captain America anymore. But I think what's more important than having the old characters is. Uh, I think probably, I think the writing's probably not quite as good in the new ones. I feel like maybe it's missing some of that. I don't know. Some of that quality writing. Because uh, like, we had that like series with um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You think we've not got Steve Rogers anymore, so we've now got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And those are two characters that I do really like a lot. I think they're both great characters, and I'd like to see more of them and stuff, but uh, that show that show didn't really do as brilliantly as maybe some of their earlier stuff as well. So, okay. you, know, you kind of wonder, well, why didn't those those ones do as well as like the uh, the earlier stuff? When it's still the characters that you like, but for some reason it's not hitting the same. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, yeah, you know, I totally agree with you there. Something sort of it's like like um, I to me I I loved that uh, the Falcon the Winter Soldier sort of thing because it um. Ooh. Again, again, obviously, I'm I'm all comic books. I like comparing them um, from the comics to the films and stuff like that. So seeing him, seeing Falcon become the Captain America sort of thing, see how how he uses it differently to Steve Rogers and stuff like that. I thought it was brilliantly sort of thing. And then also in another look overlooking notes, it is where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh come on, can't find it now. Where is it? Oh there we are. So in uh, May twenty twenty four. We are actually getting a Captain America: New World Order sort of film, which is all based on uh, Falcon being Captain America and stuff like that. And then before that, we're actually having uh, the Winter Soldier come in a Thunderbolts movie series. Well, not movie, sorry. Where it's like um, a lot of the, not like villains and stuff like that, but a lot of like a different mashup sort of thing of different characters. So. Obviously, you've not seen like the ones that he's going to be in, we you've got the Red Guardian from the Black Widow film. You've got um, a new Black Widow itself. You've got um, Taskmaster from, again, the Black Widow film. You've got Winter Soldier going into it. And also, it's just been announced, you know, um, Harrison Ford, he's going to be the new Thunderbolt Ross as uh, Red Hawk as well.
1: Red Hawk? No way. So, I do not think they do that,
0: to be I was quite surprised, because with, um, I cannot, can't remember his name now, bless him, but the original bloke that played Thunderbolt Ross, who was in uh, Civil War, he's he recently died this year, bless him, and I thought they was just uh. going to like write him off and not but try and bring him back, sort of thing, but they've actually managed to get Harrison Ford into it, he's going to Thunderbolt Ross and have the Red Hawk, sort of thing, so I think that's going to be quite interesting to see how he plays it, sort of thing, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. So, going to take it. All right. That'd oh, yeah, be good to get some Hulk stuff. I feel like Hulk's been kind of a bit underrepresented. He hasn't had like his own solo films, you know. Like Banner hasn't had like his own solo film. So if you have like maybe some Red Hulk stuff, that might be pretty cool.
0: Exactly. I would say again. I don't. I don't want to spoil it, but there's. Mm. Did you watch the end of She-Hulk?
1: Nah. No, actually Ben's the only one who's watched a little bit of She-Hulk. I actually haven't seen any of it, to
0: be fair. Uh, ben, how much of She-Hulk are you watched?
2: I think I've watched the first two episodes, but wasn't thrilled with it, so stopped.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, oh, how can I? How can I do this? Right at the end of She-Hulk, you get like something that's going to got further develop into a different film. I don't want to spoil it. It's well worth. Watching She-Hawk just for the ending of it, sort of thing. Because, you know... You know at the beginning of She-Hawk, when um, the car crashes, Ben?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know how um, the blood like drips onto Jennifer Walters and she gets the Hulk powers and all that sort of thing?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think... Was it the end of the second episode where you see him in the ship flying off?
2: No, I don't think I got to that part. No.
0: Oh. Oh, we... Basically, that ships come to get Hulk for something that happens at the end of She-Hulk. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it because if you can get, I can right. get you to watch it. It'd be brilliant. But yeah, something happens at the end of She-Hulk that makes you develop, and hopefully, fingers crossed, there will be the new Hulk film or it'll be like involved a bit more sort of thing. Because I do, I do agree with you. Hulk's not really been sorted out at all, and I but What I uh, saw like digging around sort of thing is, it by the sounds of it, it's because, uh, I think it's Universal Studios have actually still got the rights to Incredible Hulk.
1: Oh, Universal Studios has the rights?
0: I swear, somewhere like that, or like Paramount or something like that, the, the rights to actual the Incredible Hulk is owned actually still by somebody else.
1: Oh, that's strange. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't think that. I thought they had the Hulk.
0: No, yeah, they've got yeah. the Hulk, and they've got um, Professor Hulk or Smart Hulk. They've got all them, but they have not actually got the original old Dude. Incredible Hulk. That's why they can't do another film, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah.
1: So yeah, frustrating,
0: that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. It's just like, well, you've got him. Why didn't you just go all in and buy everything? Sort of thing. You got God knows yeah. how many. Ad- billions of money i'm sure he could been afford that as well just bought sodding spider-man off sony and that lot so but yeah um ben mm. what what made yeah, you yeah. fall in love with uh marvel in the first place then and what do you think's missing from marvel back then to like marvel now sort of thing
2: i started to like marvel in the first place cause obviously like adam said before dc wasn't doing too well in that area and marvel had a sort of different type of formula when it came to making the films but i think they've lost that sort of newish charm that they had Obviously, it's so much different from dc and now it's obviously getting you know repetitive so yeah i think the wonders just sort of come out of it a little bit been bled dry okay what well,
0: what what made you fall in love with marvel in the first place and what was it was it like a specific character or storyline or like a group of trilogy movies or anything like that sort of thing
2: I think a character that I got interested in at the beginning was Captain America. So I like that, you know, the wartime vibe of the first film, and then from there I just, you know, wanted to explore Marvel a bit more. So I watched the rest of them, essentially, and yeah, that's how I got to like the rest of it.
0: Okay, and um, for me personally, like when when you look at back at the old ones to now, sort of thing, I do I do agree with both of you. Where it's definitely got not got that new like sensation sort of thing like i see so when you, when you look back at some of the ones that we've had come out recently sort of thing there's not really been much that i've been like well, i've definitely got to see that or i've definitely i definitely really want to see that sort of thing and it's like i, I enjoyed you know, um i don't know if obviously by sounds you not watched but i enjoyed the what ifs i've seen like different um things like could what could have happened and stuff like that sort of thing um but when you look at it all to me i think they've oversaturated it sort of thing. they've they've gone all gung ho and gone like look you've going to have instead of when it used to be like two or three films a year from marvels like you had like one in the spring one in the summer and then the one in the winter autumn sort of time now it's literally like mm. right january you got something there then february march a film then uh june july another series then august another film and they've just like Trying to just cram it down, you sort of thing, and just like watch Marvel, watch Marvel, watch all this, just take all the content you can get, sort of thing. And can you be a bit more? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: be it's, yeah. Like you say, it's like oversaturation and stuff. But I mean, in a sense, that's kind of unavoidable anyway. Like you know, it's almost kind of not their fault in a in a, in a way because they're going to keep making movies and then the more you have, eventually people are going to get maybe a little bit sick of them, but um, every, I mean, I thought like uh, the first Doctor Strange film was like quite different to what they originally mm-hmm. did. And that kind of kept it quite, you know, I remember really liking the first Doctor Strange film. Like a couple of people said it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like that great. And I didn't know what they were talking about. I thought it was brilliant, you know, and I thought it was so much different to the stuff that they had previously done and, I think if they maybe took a few more risks with things like that maybe you know you could you could avoid the oversaturation a little bit if you did something that was a bit uh, weird or a bit different and maybe just committed to that rather than trying to create something that's a bit cookie cutter and corporate and inoffensive you know like what some of them can feel like like i say that superhero formula and everything
0: no no i definitely definitely get you there sort of thing that lot. it's like I said, I got I me again. I, I like the Doctor Strange films, and the second one that um, the movie Verse of Madness, I think with having um, mm. oh, what's his name? I think it was Danny Elfman as the musical director, sort of thing. Some of the music in that was fantastic, and that sort of thing. Some of the action scenes as well, sort of thing. It was like you had like a zombie, uh, zombie Doctor Strange. Um, you had them fighting mm. with like musical notes and stuff like that. It was absolutely fantastic. And just I think that the second Doctor Strange film was probably pretty dark with what other Mm. films have had, sort of thing, as well as um, they just did the new special uh, Marvel film called The Werewolf by Night. I I don't know whether uh, you've seen it or seen any trailers or anything like that, but it's basically like a. Uh, It's basically like an old. um, you know, the, the old 50s horror movies and stuff like that sort of thing, like Dracula and um, Frankenstein and stuff like that. Where it's all black and white and stuff. Oh, right. And uh, they've, had it, yeah. they've got it like
1: that.
0: that yeah, they've got it like that until I think it's like last five minutes of the film. But some of the stuff you can get away with in that, it's, if it was in colour, there'd be blood and guts and heads and arms and all that going over the place. It's really good in that sort of thing. I wasn't too... Yeah fussed about it sort of thing to be honest but then actually i watched the trailer and i sat down and watched it on disney plus i'm like actually damn that's pretty good that's something else something different that the only time they've done like the black and white sort of thing was in um wandavision now yeah the first two episodes of wandavision i was bored stiff i really was really yeah first two episodes of wandavision Mm -hmm. just started off really slow but then again it sort of picked up pace and what I've said in some of the previous episodes of this is that the series that they've brought out now, they start off fantastic sort of thing. They have a bit of a dip, and then it like picks back up again at the end. And I think they've just got to sort that middle part out, because if they, they sort that middle part out, it would be pretty good, to be honest, that sort of thing. Like, um, they've just done a trailer as well for the Christmas special for this year, it's um, a Guardians of the Galaxy film, well, special sort of thing, where um, yeah, what's his name, Star Lord, has uh, you know how he lost Gamora in Endgame. Yeah. Well, he's he's all down and moping and stuff like that sort of thing, and the Ravagers tell him, oh, it's Christmas time in on Earth, so they basically it's like a happy go lucky film. They come to Earth and they basically basically get um, oh, what's his name. Kevin Bacon as a Christmas present for him.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember we talked about Kevin Bacon, didn't we? quite a
0: bit, not Yeah, so it's like they brought him out, mm-hmm. so it's it's something different sort of that. Like, so you got the dark Halloween y sort of thing for Wales by night, and then you got a nice light hearted thing, which has not really done anything as daft as that sort of thing. So um what brings it brings on to my next point then. Like, as obviously I've been trying to hype up stuff for you to like maybe I'd like, be intrigued and watch something sort of like obviously I've told you about obviously Daredevil and stuff like that but if I told you a few of these others that are coming out in the next few years and stuff like that is there anything do you think that would be able to convince you to come back round to like watching them sort of thing so if I said let's go with right spring next year we've got Secret Invasion which is on the same sort of lines as Uh, what can I say Winter Soldier I think actually it's probably like spy espionage can't trust anybody sort of thing don't know who to trust that lot so yeah that's coming out next year you've got let's have a look obviously Daredevil Born Again coming out spring 2024 you've got you've actually got I don't know if any of you you, any any of you watched the original Blade Blade films I
1: haven't watched them but I I have heard of them I've heard of them I might actually get around to watching them one day
2: Okay, uh, Ben. What about you? I've never watched them, but I have also heard of them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I say Blade's having his own film coming out soon with a, with a new actor and everything like that, lot. and you've also got a new Deadpool three film.
1: Uh yeah. Isn't Wolverine coming back into Deadpool and stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah. They had um. I don't know if you saw Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. in um, Hugh Jackman's announcement video and that lot. But yeah, he's coming back as well. Yeah. Uh, he's coming out in November 2024, that lot. And then to end it all, we've got Fantastic Four, a new Fantastic Four film coming out. Hopefully as good as the original two, because you ever see the original two?
1: Oh yeah, we saw. Yeah, we used to play them on TV, the uh, Fantastic Four films. What about you, Ben? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I've seen those two. I used to like them.
0: Did right comparing them to because I I couldn't stand the other one, but. From them two original Fantastic Four films to the newer, like grittier one they had, Which did you watch that one?
1: didn't actually watch the new one that they did. No, I wasn't really interested in that one. What about you, Ben?
2: Uh, no, I've not seen the new one. I've seen like clips of it. Like, it didn't seem super interesting. Thank you.
0: But... Honestly, comparing them two, I'd, I'd stick with the original two all day long because it had, had that bit of comedy thing to it and I lost, but it also had good action scenes it was had a good storyline sort of thing so um like naming a few of them films to you out lot. Like, do you think any of them would probably bring you back to uh, watching them all again sort of thing well, go on how do you go first adam
1: uh well i don't know if i personally would probably go back to watching everything i tend to just watch the things that i, I really am interested in and i want to watch i'll definitely watch uh Daredevil maybe on that. well, I'll get, I'll get the reviews for it first <laughs> and then I'll, I'll make it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if something good comes out that, like, interests me, has, like, a good hook or, you know, something interesting about it, then I'll, I'll watch it for sure.
0: Okay, is, is that what, is that what entices you then, sort of Because obviously you get, you do get a lot of people that don't bother, like, as daft as me and... Like, as obsessed as I am watching everything. Is that how you like judge things then, sort of thing? So if you see like a trailer or something like that, and I go, actually, that's worth a watch. Is that that what will draw you into watching things, like, certain things to pick and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll watch the trailers and stuff, and I'll, I usually wait for it to come out, and uh, then I'll um, read the reviews and see what people are saying about it, just because, you know, you don't always want to... Uh, you know, waste your time. It's like a two-hour, two-hour film or something. The only thing that I didn't really do that for was uh, Infinity War. When that came out, I actually watched the midnight premiere of that. Oh right. Because I okay. just figured I, figured I knew it was going to be good, yeah. and I thought that if it wasn't good, then I would have been upset anyway. I still would have watched it even if it wasn't good, but it, it did turn out to be brilliant, obviously. Yeah. As we all know. Uh,
0: what about you, Ben? Is there anything that I've like suggested there that it might bring you like? Full circle and back round to watching some of them again.
2: Well, same as Adam, I might check out the Daredevil series and also Deadpool three. Seems interesting, especially if Wolverine's back in it. Obviously, he's not in it anymore. So that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah. Okay. It, what what draws you to like watching things and stuff like that? Is it is it similar to your brother where like you? You'll see the trailers, or you'll see like some reviews, and go, actually, that might be worth watching it or stuff like. That. Or, or do you take a, like a different approach to it?
2: Pretty much the exact same as Adam. I'll see the trailers, make a pretty quick judgment on that, but then look at the reviews as well, just to see if it is worth watching, and yeah, just like that.
0: Okay, okay, that's all right. And well, one one thing that I th- I'm gonna like add in towards like some of the other episodes I want to bring up to now sort of thing is. With me, I'm a I'm a pretty big gamer, and I like I like to like pick and choose what games I'm going to like play and stuff like that sort of thing. So, with these being Marvel games and stuff like that sort of thing, I'm going to see if any of these games would like pique your interest in getting them yourself, sort of thing. Like I know you've said that you've got the you you played the. The new Spider-Man game, there's new Sp- uh, the new Sony Spider-Man game, sort of thing. But I mean, didn't play the Miles Morales one, sort of thing. So uh, the three games I've picked out that there are, uh, I think one's already completed, one's in, I think post production. I think it's coming out next year, and the other one's not going to mm. come out for another two or three years yet. Is um, the new Spider-Man game that should be coming out next year? I think that's going to have uh, Venom in, as well as you can play as Spider-Man as well as Miles Morales. You've got the uh, Midnight Suns game that's just come out. I think about a week or so, or coming out in a week or so. It's pretty like um, you ever played like the XCOM games, where you have like a character and you like put them behind a oh what's the word? Put them behind like barriers and then you pick to shoot people and stuff like that sort of thing. That's come out, and then in a couple of years' time, you can have like an Old Man Logan game as well, run by. Um, Oh, what's the big boys? Rocksteady, I think the ones are. I think it is, yeah. Rocksteady, the ones that do the um, GTA games and stuff like that sort of thing. Yeah, they're doing an old man Logan game, which uh, I can't wait to play. To be honest, I've always liked Logan, seen him and as a an old man sort of thing. Like, did you ever watch the Logan film?
1: Oh, yeah, I love that film. I thought that film was brilliant.
0: Exactly. What about you, Ben?
2: Yeah, I like that film too. It's really good.
1: I say.
0: That one,
2: I, I out of like the other
0: ones and stuff like that sort of thing, I'll, I'll always give credit to Logan, that sort of thing, and I'll always give credit to, um, you know, the original trilogy of the X Men films. Them ones I'll give credit for, but I can't stand any of the new, like, future days past and all that sort of thing. What about yourself, Adam?
1: Yeah, the X Men films were kind of funny because there was like some parts of them that I thought were really brilliant, and then there was other things that were like, a lot weaker. <laughs> Um, i think the i think was it x-men 2 um i thought that one was really good i thought x-men 1 was, was decent as well um i can't really remember what happens in x-men 3 though to be honest which i suppose probably means it wasn't amazing
0: yeah but. yeah exactly i like, don't bode well so in x-men 3 that's where you had um well they had the first take on the dark phoenix which i think they did better in the first trilogy than in um, the second trilogy you know where they tried the Dark Phoenix one again where he had um, oh I can't remember what his name is I always remember Sansa Star from Game of Thrones
1: yeah well I can't remember her name but yeah I know what you mean
0: I, I couldn't stand them and when they tried to do that again no, sort of thing, I was just I like Jesus it. wept why just, just why
1: but um that's the thing with like uh, x-men is that it's so diverse and there's so many different storylines and things you can do about it and yet the studio just seemed to be locked in on doing the same thing over and over again with the x-men characters and it was like they could be doing a lot more with that they don't have to like why are they redoing the dark phoenix thing right you did it in the first trilogy you don't need to do it again you know
0: exactly exactly a lot and it just just grated me like um mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not you've not seen any new ones, but they've sort of changed the style of it, but sort of introduced mutants again with uh, Miss Marvel saying that she's got a mutation. That's how she's can able to do all these things and a lot. And when you hear that part in uh, Miss Marvel, they do. Did you ever watch the old? Um... It might be actually. It might be a bit too young for you to actually. Oh, bloody, hell, I'm showing me age now. Uh, there was these old X Men series. Uh, cartoons. Did you ever watch the old X-Men cartoons?
1: I think I know what you mean, but i, ne- I don't ever watched them myself, oh. no. <laughs> what
0: about you, Ben? Might be, I think it's way too young for aren't you, old oh, for you, actually. Rick. No, I don't
2: know anything about oh.
1: them, really.
0: But they're, on, they're on Disney Plus, and um, oh, how can I describe it? The, the music's like... Oh, honestly, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, oh, I feel old now. Showing me age like that, Christ. Um. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. They they had that, and it was like a cue to say actually the mutants are officially in the MCU now. So with them introducing them like that, hopefully you get decent Wolverine, decent um, ca- um decent Cyclops, Professor X, and stuff like that. Because they also brought back um the Professor X in uh, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness as well. They had him come out as part of the Illuminati as well, sort of thing. Yeah, He had him in the old big uh, yellow chair and stuff like that, sort of thing, which was nice. And it was showing you, actually, well, actually, the mutants are back, sort of thing. So um, yeah, it's not nice to know that they're actually picking from the past and going, no, we're going to do this properly now. This is how we do it, sort of thing. Um, mm. But I'm hoping with um, having the old man Logan game, I'm hoping they do that correctly. But I think, it, with it being Rocksteady, I think it's Rocksteady Outlaw With them with them doing it, normally they do pretty good games and stuff like that sort of thing. Like that. But would, out of them three games, would any of them be interesting to you?
1: The Wolverine one would be good. Um, and, of course, the Spider-Man games. Um, yeah, I mean, see what happens. I mean, I don't think we know much about the Wolverine game yet, so we'd have to wait to see some like gameplay, see what type of game it's even going to be like.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty interesting, doesn't it? I think there was like an old uh, Wolverine game, really obscure one from years ago that didn't really get much kind of uh, attention from the public. If it's uh, the it one, might not have If it's the one well, I'm it thinking of.
0: Have... Even... <laughs> go, go on, go say again.
1: Yeah, I was thinking it might not have even come out. It might have just been like some beta thing that I saw years ago. But uh, yeah, I mean, Wolverine's a good character to do game about, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy it's not been done.
0: Or did you ever play? I don't know if this is the same games you're going to know about, but did you ever play the X Men Origins Wolverine game?
1: No, no, I never played that one.
0: That was really good. Even though the film was atrocious, the game <laughs> was really good in that sort of thing, Because when. I think. Oh, bloody hell. What was that on? PS2, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I it was the same
1: era, wasn't it? Uh, X Men Origins came out around
0: that time, I think. Yeah. But on that. When you shoot him and stuff like that sort of thing, you literally just see holes like coming into him sort of thing. You can see him with his adamantium skeleton and stuff like that. And then as you mm. like hide behind cover and stuff like that, he just literally regenerates. You can see all of his skins coming back onto his body. It was a brilliant game, that lot. Based on a terrible film, but the game was really good, I've got to admit that lot. So I'm hoping if they do something like that, just seeing, seeing him like come back and like mould himself back together and I think it'd be brilliant sort of thing Uh, what about you Ben is there any of them games that uh, I've said that might like interest you and stuff like
2: that I think definitely the new Spider-Man game because like you said Venom's going to be in that one and it was sort of teased at the end of the 2018 one and it's been like a a long wait as well so it's you know built up I don't know what the word is but yeah built up a lot of tension
0: hype that's the the word
2: (laughs) yeah hype so yeah I think that's the one I'm most looking forward to
0: uh, like I said when I first seen these three games come out, I was quite interested in the Midnight Suns one because it had uh, you got Ghost Rider in it, you had um, Doctor Strange, you've got Iron Man, you've got Deadpool in it. But what let what let it down was being this sort of like XCOM, like guiding your troops around the battlefield and stuff like that sort of thing. And when I like, read a bit more into it. it It's just like you had like cards and you played a card to do a special ability. And I was just like, why? You've got such a a good cast of characters there sort of thing to play. Why are you doing that? It's just just pointless. You've got a really interesting group of people to play with. And then you're going to have a gameplay like that sort of thing. It just... Just sometimes I wonder where the the creators and stuff like that get their ideas from sort of thing. Because you've got a brilliant cast... And then you go and do it on something stupid like that sort of thing. It's just, it's just really frustrating. And like, like I said, with um the Spider-Man Two game having Venom in it, which is gonna be quite good. You get to play as uh Miles Morales as well as Spider-Man as well, sort of thing. I think that would be quite a nice like interaction sort of thing. I'm, I'm hoping. Did you ever? Did you? You both played the um GTA Five game where you can switch between the three characters.
1: Yeah, we played GTA.
0: I'm hoping you'd be able to do something like that sort of thing, like have like you Peter Parker at the top of Manhattan and then you have like Miles Morales down the bottom sort of thing you literally just switch between crime fighting and all that sort of thing and then they obviously like team up during one of the boss battles and stuff like that I think that would be quite a nice thing if they do it like that sort of thing I don't know whether they will or not Um, yeah that would be quite nice and then the, I say the Old Man Logan game I think that would be a brilliant sort of thing if they can do it correctly I think that would be great to be honest that lot um, mm. So well, yeah, that's that's uh, the Marvel Power Hour for today. I want to thank you, uh, Ben. The, uh Ben, the Omega, for coming on. So uh, I hope you enjoyed yourself, Ben. Is, is it something you'd be uh, intrigued to come and do again? Oh uh, yeah,
2: potentially. It was a lot of fun. Happy to do it again. Thank you very much,
0: uh, Adam. The Adam the Alpha. Uh, is it uh, something you'd be intrigued to come again? Uh, have you enjoyed yourself?
1: uh yes, yeah, it's, it's been great coming on. Thanks for thanks for inviting us.
0: No, that's, no, that's all right. Um, I'm going to. We think about. Um, I've got all the things in the project sort of thing, but it's not going to be, not going to be beneficial for you two because obviously you're not seeing the newer ones that sort of thing. So I'm going to do a list of, like the new new films, best to worst, of the new films and best to worst to the old, uh, best to worst of the series as well, sort of thing. But obviously, there's no point you coming back on for them sort of thing because obviously you're not got that information sort of thing but i might do we're obviously having uh having two captain america uh favorites here which i quite like um which i, I might sure. do another um one's going through the old films and That lot. i know there's like what, 20 odd films the old films to go through and that lot but if you're intrigued to uh maybe list them or list your favorite characters from the old lot like that would you be interested in that
1: yeah, that sounds interesting, yeah.
0: Uh, ben, would you be uh, up for something like that? Yeah,
2: that sounds good, yeah.
1: Lovely to Right, well
0: Well, uh, I will uh, put my uh, belt back on. You're a fandom champion, Dwayne the Captain Coffee, From uh, myself, Adam the Alpha, Ben the Omega, I'd like to say good day and thank you very much. I'll see you all next time on the Marvel Power Hour. Thank you very much.